This is Indian Noir, India's most critically acclaimed horror and crime storytelling podcast. You can now follow the podcast exclusively on Spotify. His Night Begins, Season 4, Episode 9 You sure she's going to turn up? SP Vinaya Prasad asked, her voice barely audible over the raucous buzzing of insects. Let's give her five more minutes, Guruji said. What if she's got cold feet? Vinaya said. She didn't seem the kind that would say no to a challenge. Guruji said, she'll be here. They were standing in the overgrown courtyard garden of a ruined Haveli, waiting for Naskyu to show up. You look happy today, Guruji said. You know why I'm smiling, Vinaya said. He sure did. Thanks to the intel that Guruji had beaten out of one of Santosh's half-dead minions, Vinaya and her ace team of police officers were able to raid seven different go-downs where the cartel's cocaine-laden trucks were parked. The go-down owners were eagerly awaiting their pay packets from the cartel's henchmen when they picked up the vehicles. Instead, they got the thudding boots and the pounding fists of IP City's finest. A press conference was hastily organized at one of the sites to showcase the weeping owners and the mountain of drugs captured in the raids. Vinaya praised her colleagues and declared it was a warning shot to criminals dreaming of helming an illegal empire in IP City. Today is a great day in the storied history of our force and the list of people I need to thank for this accomplishment is endless, was her opening remark. Names like mine. Guruji thought as he watched the conference earlier that day. But no respectable officer would ever utter his name. Presently, Vinaya, who was leaning against a cracked pillar, said, Thank you. No mention, Guruji began saying, just as Naskyu walked in through the low entrance. She was dressed in a black denim outfit and a white t-shirt which showcased her ample curves. She wore bright red lipstick and her hair was tied in a ponytail. So, this is the secret lair of the cartel killers, hey? She said with a smile. Welcome, Naz, Vinaya said. And you're right. Between my strategic raids and your and Guruji's precision strikes, we will bring the cartel to its knees. I love the sight of a confident woman, Naz said with a flirty smile. Took you long. Second thoughts? Guruji said. No, I had to go back for my favorite knife. Nas quipped. Guruji grinned. By the way, you two look like you are related. Has anyone pointed this out to you before? Nas said, wiping the smile from Guruji's face. I hope not, Vinaya said. Maybe all police officers, current and former, are cut from the same cloth. Ha! Nas reacted. If you're done with the chit-chat, 
It's time for your briefing, Nas. Guruji said seriously. Nas noticed that he was still smarting from her off-the-cuff remark. Pinche pendejos! Miguel Beltran Fuentes screamed as he smashed the glass coffee table with an expensive crystal ashtray. His henchmen and associates gathered in the living room of his luxurious beachside villa in Siridao watched on nervously as he paced alongside the balcony railings like a caged tiger. All except Abhinav Pandey, the lanky six-foot-eight wannabe Bollywood star and son of a member of parliament who was Miguel's partner in the IP City operations. He was dressed in a leopard print silk shirt and tight leather pants which highlighted his pancake flat ass. His face did not betray any fear towards the dreaded cartel boss. You have lost me a lot of money, Miguel. I forked that initial payout because I thought you could deliver. Hoped that you could clean out the trash in my city, shrink the bowls of the police force, help me lay the foundations of our new empire. Instead, Abhinav said bitterly. Miguel slammed the balcony railing with his open palms, causing it to reverberate. Your Damas goons ratted out the location of our go-downs and got themselves killed, and your vaunted Mexican killer squad were nowhere to be seen, Abhinav continued. You don't need to rub it in, partner. I agree Santosh and his men fucked things up, but my Mexican team, they are not like your garden variety thugs. They only engage in clinical strikes, Miguel said defensively. My father is not happy. He's not going to entertain vague explanations, Abhinav said, standing up to his full height. He will want some answers, reparations to remedy our losses. The tall lad looked like a petulant child on steroids as he scanned the faces of Miguel's henchmen. Our political graces will bless you if we stand to make some money. Otherwise, hmm. So give me some results, Abhinav said. Who are you trying to order around, Pentejo? Antonio Perez, Miguel's right-hand man said, pointing a finger at Abhinav. He was dressed in a floral print shirt and jeans. His giant gold-plated belt buckle featured an eagle devouring a snake. This is not Mexico, Antonio. This is India. And Miguel knows that the rules of doing business here are different. You are not going to be doing any empire building without the blessings of the elite and the electorally powerful cabals that own every inch of this country. Abhinav said to Antonio before turning to Miguel and saying, Call me when there is good news. Then he rushed out of the room and down the stairs where the valet handed him the keys to his soft-top Mercedes convertible. As Abhinav drove out of the compound, wheels squealing, Antonio said to Miguel, How dare that hijo de puta! Patience, Antonio. There is truth in what Abhinav was saying. The rules are different here. First, we will play by their rules. Then, we will break it. These puta madres have no clue about how we went about conquering Europe. We will be patient, and we will annex this land slowly, determinedly, 
A day will come when the very economic fabric of this country will depend on the product we move from its ports. When that day comes, Abhinav and his father will sleep in acid barrels, Miguel said. Antonio nodded before emptying a glass of whiskey into his gullet. Now we seek restitution for what was done to us. Call Alberto. Tell him I demanded a sacrifice. Sacrificio de sangre, Miguel said. Venganza, Antonio said as he poured two glasses of whiskey for him and his dearest El Patron. They clinked their glasses together and Miguel repeated, Venganza. The 36-year-old Inspector Sudhir Yeshwant, who was leading the police raid, had gotten married just two weeks ago. After radioing the control room, where SP Vinaya and her core team were monitoring the operation, talent base, uh, they are here, the 35-year-old proceeded to kiss the photo of his bride in his wallet. As intelligence predicted, the truck named Devi Ma had arrived at the shoe factory just off Arthur Road at 10 past 11. The fact that the cartel thought it was wise to drop off a large delivery of cocaine in the heart of the city, even after enduring recent raids and increased surveillance, showed the balls on them. They are not quitting without a solid effort, Sudhir muttered. The driver stepped out of the truck to open the locked gate. Stand by team, on my mark. He then drove the vehicle through and parked it under a begrimed awning weighed down by leaf litter. Sudhir and the 14 officers under him ran into the compound, demanding the driver's surrender. They had been monitoring the compound for the last 48 hours and did not spot any suspicious activity. So Sudhir and his team rushed in with blind confidence, eager to notch another victory for IP City's embattled police force. They were so pumped with adrenaline that they refused to heed warnings from the control room, communicated by SI Paramvir Singh on behalf of SP Vinaya. The driver bolted into the factory as soon as he spotted the policeman, and two officers followed him into its shadowy interior. Another eight officers smashed open locks and entered the factory via multiple entry points. Madam G has asked you to be mindful of any ambush tactics. Don't forget to clear rooms and check for traps, Paramvir said. There is nobody here, Paramvir, Sudhir radioed back. I want every inch searched, he ordered. Officers opened the doors to the truck's front cabin and its tailgate and began their rigorous investigation under Sudhir's watchful eyes. Any sign of the drivers? Sudhir radioed the officers who chased the driver into the factory. None, sir. We are still looking. This place is a labyrinth, came the response. Any signs of the enemy? He radioed the others raiding the premises. We are trolling through the assembly line and the officers, sir. Nothing so far, they said. Keep an eye out for ambushes. Central Command is busting my balls about it, Sudhir said. We don't want helicopter parents ruining our mission, someone quipped on the radio. Tell me about it, Sudhir said before he clicked off the radio. The bomb placed in the bowels of the truck went off with an ear-shattering bang that could be heard for miles.
Sudhir, who had looked handsome in his wedding vestments as he rode a gaudily adorned white horse to his wedding ceremony, was torn to shreds of meat. His colleagues fared no better. At that exact time, one of the officers on the factory floor tripped off a booby trap which caused an improvised explosive device to detonate. The powerful detonation disintegrated equipment, creating a rain of shrapnels that tore up scores of policemen. The lucky survivors panicked and ran towards the opposite end of the factory only to have their hidden enemy deploy a claymore mine, which sent 700 ball bearings barreling in their direction. Metallic spheres bored holes in their soft flesh and pulped internal organs, killing them instantly. The two officers chasing after the driver were the only ones left unscathed in the aftermath of the bombings, as they were searching the officers at the back of the factory. They looked in the direction of the explosions in frightful surprise, only to find hands snaking across their necks in their moment of distraction. <coughs> Knives plunged into their skulls, killing them where they stood. They didn't register the sounds of the Mexican Special Forces soldiers swearing and giggling in the shadows as they butchered their quarry. Thanks for listening to Indian Noir. Click the follow button on your Spotify app or Spotify desktop software. You can also take a sneak peek at how the show is produced and my life and my interests via my social media channels. I am at Indian Noir on Instagram and Twitter.